Hey, welcome to Street Fight. It is Brian. The show now opens with hey. Every single week, you get the hey opening, and then you get me introducing a guest, and everybody knows this guy. He's a dear friend of this show, and he's a sweetheart. Uh, Tony Boswell from Minion Death Cult. What is up? How are you? Thanks for... uh... Thanks for banging my line. It's good to get a chat. I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm you know I'm I uh, uh, in the heat of October, and uh, also my family planned a trip in October. So that is kind of it's like in two weeks. So it's cool. like that whole thing where okay, we have to make sure I have to make sure that everything's <laughs> gonna be there while I'm gone, and it like gets so overwhelming, but. Once everything's recorded and like in the can and and ready to get posted, that is gonna feel good. good. It's gonna feel yeah. real good. Are you going somewhere where you can get another really cool hat like the Cubs hat you're wearing now? No, I'm going to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh, they don't have a team. There's got to be a cool Gatlinburg hat, but that 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 hat looks real good on you. That Cubs hat. I'm a fan of the Cubs hat too. People keep saying "Go Cubs" to me on uh chats and stuff and i'm yeah, like yeah. Uh, oh i'm not a cubs fan at all i don't know anything about the cubs i don't i couldn't name one player on the cubs or one player i only know the one guy that turned white uh sam yeah, so- 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 yeah he did absolutely <laughs> turn white that was so wild like i don't know i don't know if that i don't know i think that's only happened twice in history right i don't <laughs> I, I don't I mean, if it happened in the past, you it makes you wonder, right? How what would happen to a guy like that in like the the I mean, obviously we live in racist times, but the more racist times, would he then be allowed to use the whites only water fountain once the switch happened? I I don't think so, because I I mean, uh, you know, I I have some I have some uh some cousins, you know, who who don't have much pigmentation at all. They uh they are albino. Um, and they're still they still very much look black. Like Sammy Sosa looks like looks like a black guy photoshopped white. Was like, so there's, weird there's no when... way around it. They'd be like, no, there's something about like because the I, I think they would probably claim there's some sort of like um the 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 water the water fountains are proportioned for nostrils. So I think <laughs> that might be what it is. I mean, I think the weirdest thing about him and and michael jackson turning white isn't necessarily that it happened it was the theory that they bleached their skin which seems incredible like it's so not scientific it's like old drug lore you can't know well, that's your that's skin i get bleach on my yeah, skin yeah. all the time that's a thing that's a thing throughout like a lots of lots of um lots of like uh um afro like island nations like uh the caribbean and stuff like that uh, it, it's because the lighter you are, usually the higher class you are. They literally sell like skin bleach paste. It's a it's a bleach paste that lightens your skin, and it's terrible for you. It's really oh, it bad for you, be. but people do it, um, and they do it, and it looks real. And so, what's funny is like I, I guess they just have like professionals do it because it's usually just home remedies with that you just rub on your skin, and it's literally yeah, lightning like lightning cream, and it's really sad um, and um, wild. But it, what's wild about the Sammy Sosa and Michael Jackson to me? Is that we haven't seen it happen more? Like, why hasn't Terrence K. Williams gone for it? Yeah, because I, I, I know, like, don't. I, well, those guys that uh, you know it would that would ruin the grip. It would ruin the grip. Yeah, his business is fucked. I mean, that the only place in the world where like, like that affirmative action thing 
exists is in the conservative movement right like mm -hmm. yeah, yeah bosses exactly. can be like i don't want bosses can literally just say like they they don't say i don't want to hire any people of color but what they do say is i don't want I, i'm not gonna hire that guy I, there's something about him i don't like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> racist thing is and like uh that to me is like uh um in the conservative movement they are really good because as soon like diamond and silk i don't think you could have worse representatives of your movement no it's, but also it's like the best because like it, it they're like no look at how authentically black they are because of the way in which they speak with their hands that well, makes them off it they're they're like there's people out there who I, i've seen i've seen the take that diamond and silk are in fact blacker than obama Okay. Okay. Well, you know? I'll say this, uh, Tony, and this might be something you send to Al Alexander too. I, uh, I should have sent it to you guys because I didn't have the time or wherewithal to deal with it. But, uh, I have a link to the diamond and silk podcast where they interviewed Papa John from, uh, Papa Holy John. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just haven't been able to listen to it all the way through yet, but I do, do have encourage him to say it. Do they probably encourage? Hey, you can say it. It's okay. I think they, they, call they for sure. They for sure call early. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Early on in the show, they're like, this, you know, first they're saying, you know, we need to vote, uh, yeah. which is, it's good to see them doing that on, on that side too. You know, y'all yeah. got to yeah. vote. That's just yeah, the way things vote. are. And, uh, but they don't believe it. They don't believe in it. You know, they're like, you got to vote, but like voting don't do nothing. So it's like, well, why do I got to do it then? But I think both sides sort of do that. You have to vote, but voting isn't going to solve anything. You got to also do several other things. Well, that, the voting, uh, like the voting is the paperwork you have to fill out to really leave the democratic plantation. That's true. It's so like, that's, you haven't really, unless you, until you voted for a Republican, you haven't really left yet. I mean, you're looking at these these guys like like uh, uh, Herschel Walker that they have, and you're like, there wasn't another smart, there wasn't somebody smarter than him to like run. He was like the guy, but they love famous people so fucking much. Yeah, as much as they complain about famous people, nobody loves them more. The Democrats still, to be fair to them, which I always hate to do, the Democrats still don't have a famous person at all. I can't think no, of a famous person. I, yeah, I don't. I think I think you're right. I don't think they they do. Um, which I guess is like a good thing. Um, because no, I, I have know, a but belief also, now. If you've been listening to the show, well, you know this. That's what but I'm I have say. A I, I, I think rock. you're right. Yeah, it's the Rock. It's the I think you're right. Rock. One thing that's funny about the Rock, and this is we're gonna see this really come out, is that like the the Rock the Rock has only like conveniently been black. He oh, he's God, never yeah. really identified as black until it's been a time which is only I, I don't even I, I can't even really think of. Oh, the only time I can really think of it is um, when he decided he's like, no, no, I was the first black champ. I'm like, you were not the black champ when you were the champ. You were not saying shit about being black, like no. not even close, because remember, they were like, oh, yeah, well, because the WWE didn't have a black champion until what, like three years ago. Yeah, Lashley. The, uh, but also, if, if you really want to get technical here uh wcw did have a black champion no and that, i'm not getting technical because I, can, I will say that because that's true and yeah. also book i mean booker t was a, w, a wcw champion yep 
Yep. They also you had, know? uh, God, what is this? Farouk. I, that's so bad that I forgot his real name. <laughs> but yeah, the, the guy yeah. that played Farouk was WCW champion in the 90s. Yeah. And, and like, uh, the Rock yeah. never identified he, as black until, um, until like someone asked him about being like the first black champion. Or like there's been times, you know, in, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been pretty, been pretty, uh, you, it can be frugal to be black in the past like four years. If you if you yeah. do it right, and I think there's a little bit of that, um, and I mean now he's playing Black Adam, which I mean, <laughs> when <laughs> let me ask this: uh, uh, when he was in the Nation of Domination, I remember yeah. he was in the Nation of Domination for that period well, of time. He was, but and I'm going to say this again: when he was champion, because he was not yeah. champion for a few years. When he became the Rock. When he was the fucking rock, when we were smellin, like he was not, he was not claiming any of that. Well, Vince, I think wouldn't the have closest, him. No, Vince wouldn't he, have made him champ if he had. <laughs> I bet you, I bet someone needs to find me this. I bet you, there's a moment where he is like counter racistly mocking John Cena for acting black. I bet you that oh. clip exists for like, sure. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. He's a weird dude, though. I uh, like he posted a thing yesterday, right? Where he was like, uh, I don't know if you saw this it's about uh, the dad, it, about his dad, the dad. Yeah, his dad. So stuff. weird. So it's weird. one of the weirdest things anybody's ever posted. It was the point. You know how when like somebody gets so famous that like yeah. they turn it, they somebody gets so famous that they are just like. An alien at some point. Tom Cruise is a great example yeah. of it. He's so famous that that like he's famous on top of famous. Like like Florence Pugh is famous, but she's on like a whole other level of I famous. I think the biggest factor is, is is rich though. I think the bigger bigger factor is being very rich. Because like yeah. once you're just so rich, you don't have to. I don't know. I guess you. Your like your world kind of becomes a smartphone in, in the sense that you could probably instantly get whatever you want. You're not really thinking about stuff. Like that that was a really bizarre post. And also I think that most things go through channels. I don't think that went through a channel. I think most of no. his posts are like, hey Derek, do this. And then Derek does it correctly. But I think he was in his feelings and didn't have anyone like control. Cause I was such a because we also we like we like know his dad. There's like yeah cute pictures of him and his dad when they were kids i'm not saying his dad was a good dad or anything like that but also yeah i don't think that i don't think so at all but also like that poster is funny where it's like i don't know (laughs) this is my new dad now (laughs) yeah he says i never got to take a walk with my dad uh but now this guy i'm taking a walk with this guy that's playing my dad in a tv show about my life where by the way i watched a little bit of young rock his dad doesn't come off good in young rock yeah. it's pretty it's pretty brutal like actually in a way brutal, it's like, yeah. yeah they're like oh he was never around and he was kind of cruddy and he was always uh wasting all the money it's like god damn dude like if i got a sitcom that is not something i do and you know you've toured with me and you know how i feel about my parents yeah yeah it's just, it's just uh, i don't i don't need i don't need to do that it's fine no, no way. I don't want to take it's a so walk funny. with the actor and the fucking poor actor that plays his dad. You know? Yeah, he didn't sign up for that. Will you take me for a walk, you know, yeah. and, and pretend you're my dad for a little bit? Is 
that's like a fucking odd thing to do. Very odd. That's he's an alien now. Men, like now men will literally the, men will literally go on walks with people who play their dad in the sitcom about their <laughs> life instead of go to therapy. Yeah. Well, that's what's funny is like now John Cena is the guy that's like people find very likable and mm-hmm. he's a he's an actor that does like fun stuff and he seems really fun and to me John Cena's always been a fucking alien. So he's pre-aliened. Like when he would get in trouble with China and just oh, man. sit in front of a camera and speak Mandarin. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. And it it was like impressive. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was way better than you thought it'd be. Well, I think the whole thing that he the skin he has that makes him turn invisible, I think that's the most alien thing about him. Yes. <laughs> he he followed one of my friends recently on Twitter. Oh and God. it's like and my friend like doesn't have like like a following per se. I think they probably have like three hundred followers. And his his like real account like followed her, and it's just interesting because he doesn't follow she, that many people. Did she follow him? No, I don't know. It was it was uh, I, she follows him now, but apparently he followed her first. But it's just weird because just like I don't, he doesn't follow en- enough people to warrant following some random three hundred follower person who like doesn't like is an attractive person, but doesn't like post a bunch of thirst traps i can't think of what it what caused it there must be just some formula they follow to like just do random follows incredibly yeah they do there is they probably have an app that yeah. follows people and I, i'm sure maybe it seems good to have a few 300 follower accounts like that you're following it doesn't look because there's that idea of when you see somebody that is is following uh, a bunch of people that have a bunch of followers and nobody that doesn't. It it looks very uh uh, it looks very yeah. mechanical. And people check that stuff. People, I mean, people check wrestlers' likes all the time. I yeah, know that because yeah. I'm in a chat where we check wrestlers' likes. We find you know certain horny wrestlers and check their check check their likes and goof on. I love that. It's funny because <laughs> yeah. she she did she did kill it though. She was like, someone followed me, but I can't see who it is. And I was like, yeah, perfect. Perfect joke. I love goof. I I, I uh, uh, goof on wrestlers basically all day uh, online. Yeah, I do love your wrestler the, nudes. I love the wrestler nudes too, Tony. They're my favorite things in the fucking world. I have a bunch of them in my phone. And yesterday I went to look for one because somebody in a chat asked for a screenshot of a news story that was behind a paywall. And I was like, wait, I got it right here. And then posted Cody naked in a locker room with a huge <laughs> hog and uh, is, is it's that, funny is that a every real time one? is that a real one no there aren't yeah i don't think they're, they're there's they only the, the, the real ones aren't funny yeah no they're sad because they got leaked you know yeah. what i mean Remember yeah, how disappointed like, you were when you watched the x-poc uh china sex tape yes you should, that I was, was I uh was, i was real bummed on that such a weird time because because there's a lot of like uh early 2000s nostalgia going on lately and uh you know there's a documentary that just came out about the bling ring did uh, on netflix which me and me and my wife watched and like it was it was it was really good because everybody in it was lying and just wanted to be famous which i (laughs) love i love it when people go on tv and lie it's it is there was like a doc on netflix uh earlier in the year about db cooper um 
and it was about these I'll guys. Oh God, you got to see it because it's not necessarily about db cooper it's about these guys that are obsessed with db cooper and trying to solve like who db cooper is and they just like basically fly around the country harassing old men saying you're db cooper <laughs> i think you're db cooper <laughs> like they harass this fucking guy while he's at work he works at like a, a boat uh, where they store boats and shit, a marina, and they're standing on the other side while he's at work. He's 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 working on somebody's boat or something. They're standing on the other side of the fence, saying like, "I think you're DB Cooper. Why don't you just answer if you're DB Cooper? <laughs> well, just tell us." <laughs> That's great because I mean, yeah, the the real DB Cooper, I guess, wouldn't tell you, so you're never going to be satisfied. No, no, why? I don't even know why you would like. I don't, I don't know that you could, you can't solve it. There isn't a, first of all, he's probably dead, you know? Yeah. But there's, you can't, it's weird. Like those sorts of things, like I don't see any possible way in the world where, where we would solve that puzzle, but we get obsessed with puzzles that we can't solve. I think that is, that mm -hmm. is just like, people just think about, I mean, like you think about like, um, the JFK assassination, right? Yeah. Um, it's probably, it's solved. Like it, it, people know what it is, but instead of just accepting that we know what it is, instead we're like, well, maybe it's not. And then we can talk about it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. You're, you're, you're saying maybe it's not a magic bullet is what you're saying. No, you're saying it's a that story. magic bullet's not what we, what we, oh, what it is. I'm just really not a super <laughs> conspiracy guy. I would have to, you know, obviously I haven't like I've watched the movie JFK and a few like history channel documentaries where they set up a jelly head and like shoot it with a gun and see if they can make the magic bullet yeah. work. And that was something. But like uh, I, I just I haven't seen a lot and I just it seems so stupid to me, especially with, you know, who I am and, and my political beliefs. But generally i just think like it it's much easier for me to be like yeah this guy went to russia and he was a communist and he shot jfk <laughs> like, well, it's, it's just so much easier for me to believe that well it's just funny because i mean like the the united states government has shown time and time again that like they can just go like shoot the most famous black activists like oh, in, yeah broad daylight and just say uh-uh yeah no we yeah. no we that like you don't, you don't need to really do all those crazy you don't need to do that many you don't have that many hoops it's okay we don't have to make it that complicated oh Thanks, i have to girl. show you something um speaking of complicated i have to show this off to you real quick uh me me and the kid oh shit oh shit i know what it's gonna be i'm excited lego tree that's a big one treehouse 1100 is a good good amount 11 for 1114 actually that's a lot of fully functional pieces. swing there's an elevator Here, for you. the kid in the wheelchair that is i have an elevator it's, in my haunted house well if you build a three-story tree house and your homie's in a wheelchair you got to make an elevator for it and that's what legos real. is all about i think that's that is fucking cool tight. man yeah it's really good i don't good think one. i've we ever seen the tree yeah, they're so fun. I love like I just finished the uh stadium that 
I just finished the stadium that uh, uh, Barcelona plays in. It was like uh, almost so awesome. Yeah, it took me a month. Yeah, it took me a while. It was six, almost six thousand pieces. So it was fun. It was on sale. Like I checked their sales too, and I'm also just a sicko now that just always wants to have Legos. Like working Lego. Um, Target, Target, uh, Target only puts the the wires, the detection wire things on ones that are $95 and up. So this was, this was $78. Nice. Okay. So, so, it? so, uh, so it was on, it was on super sale to the, to the self-checkout. It was yeah. On sale to the That's for sure. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to, uh, uh, play some audio. Okay. Uh, I assume, uh-huh. you know, who John Rich is. Tony. Yes, you would have yes. to be a John Rich, uh, basically a John Rich expert, maybe in uh, a way. Uh, not quite, not quite expert, but yeah, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. So I found this. I found this video. First of all, I, let me let me kick it all the way back, right, to what got me looking into John Rich. Uh, Prager U on their site has a story of us thing on there, and it's where people like tell their stories. Mm-hmm. And John Rich's was titled How Wokeness Has Ruined Country Music, which very weird article. I, I really I don't I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I feel like the exact opposite. I feel like how the how the the, the appropriation of like black culture and uh, and the influence of hip hop on pop music has what's is what's ruined um, country music. Yeah, I I guess like not the, the good they, stuff, but the the like like the really bad, the really bad uh honky talk barbecue to like a 808 behind a twang voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah, yeah that's what's really ruined. That's what's really ruined country music. And I mean country was like I mean country wasn't originally a black type of you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. were in there at the very beginning too. Yeah. It wasn't like all white, but there was, I think what's ruined it really is like, it's like rap. I, I always, you know how people say I don't like rap and country. Those are the only two kinds of musics I don't like. That, and, that's uh, that's a good response, yeah. And uh, the, reason, the, the, the reason I think that is actually true, because my dad doesn't like rap or country at all. And I don't think my dad is, I don't think my dad would consider himself a racist. You know what I mean? He's, mm-hmm. he's, he votes... He votes Democratic. He's he's not like a guy. He doesn't seem to me when I talk to him to be like an open racist, but he hates rapping country. And really what I think it is, is that he hates music made by poor people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like that's what I even that's what I think that means being rich. Even if they're talking about being rich, he just knows I can feel it. Yeah, I think that's what I really think that's what that sentence means, because when you think about like a 60 year old man saying, I don't like rap and country and you're like, well, most country artists are white. Most rap artists mm-hmm. are black. And like, what is the thing that these two types yeah. of music have in common? And the fucking thing is they are originally made by poor people and listened to by poor yeah. people. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that and butts. I think they also both talk about butts a lot. No, they love badonkadonks. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's a real song. That's a real song. That's a huge song. That's like, yeah, that's that's what I mean by what that's that was that's the exact song that encapsulates what I was trying to say about their weird appropriation. <laughs> this is what's ruined well, country is that song. I think, but don't I will say this about badonkadonk. Okay. I don't know this for sure. I'm going to have to look into this maybe in research later on. I do think badonkadonk comes from crank anchors. That might be. Sure that, it was like, it, it wasn't a white guy saying it. Uh, that might uh, be the cultural debut. That might I have been the cultural so. debut. It might, it might have been a white guy, black puppet. I don't know if that exists. <laughs> I don't think they did that. I, no, I, I will say I'm that. not sure they did that. Uh, I'm looking it up. I don't know how to spell badonkadonk. Well, you got to do the cheat code and do honky tonk, and then the badonkadonk will will fill in. Well, I'm looking up cranky anchors. All right, there it is. She got. He said she's got a badonkadonk bunt. But who who played Spoony Love? Uh, who? Oh, motherfucker. Tracy Morgan. It was yeah, Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he is the one that first. <laughs> so they did. They did. I just think it's funny that Crank Anchors was where it came from. Yeah. I like, I think, I think you're not wrong there. It's, I mean, the thing about Tracy Morgan is like that 2000s was like an incredible time for the guy. He was like super influential uh, because he is one of the weirdest guys in the world. Like there Remember, aren't there was a lot of weirder guys. There was a moment where it was like you either you either liked Tracy Morgan or you liked Aries Spears because you kind of had to pick one of your late night guys. And oh man, Tracy Morgan won that one real hard. Yeah, oh, Aries Spears oh, is 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 a. I think he's an anti woke guy now. Well, he's Maybe. in trouble now for being a fucking creep. Oh yeah, well that's what comedian. That's comedians there. That's all yeah. of them. <laughs> that's like saying that's all comedians. They're all fucking creeps. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And uh, listen, I follow a lot of creeps, <laughs> but basically my life is looking for creeps. Yeah, pretty, so, pretty creep adjacent, you know? But this article, this video we're going to run through, we're going to listen to, is seven minutes. So it'll be fun. We'll, we'll knock it out. And it looks this promising. is ben, ben Shapiro talking about one of the bravest voices in country music. John Rich. He is interviewing John Rich. Now, I want to do something before we get into this because you know how it is. Uh, uh, once you get rolling, it's hard to uh, it's hard to uh, go into something else. So I do want to yeah. say I want to be solidarity guy to there's so many of these currently, but Trader Joe's workers in Williamsburg are unionizing. And uh, so if you know anybody that works at the Trader Joe's in Williamsburg and is part of the union drive, please have them call me this Sunday on yeah. the uh, Street Fight Collins show from 8 to 10. Same goes, I, I do understand with the Kroger one. Uh, Kroger is also in Central Ohio is going on strike, and I spoke to somebody from that part, of, from that thing, because, you know, obviously I, I know people in Ohio. And uh, they said that there is a thing in their current contract that they're not allowed to talk 
to the media. So, yeah. uh, you know, if everything's okay, I hope everything's okay. If you want to call on Sunday night, uh, I will keep your anonymity. I think and, there's a Terry uh, clause. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a Terry. Just call in and say yeah. you're Terry. And, uh, I just, I, you know, obviously I want to help every single union in the world. They're calling it strike Tober, which kind of pisses me off because I do shock over and it's like, don't try to jump in on my shit. You know, you should probably sue them. You should probably, I, really, I, I, I think, I think you should sue them. I think you should sue the people trying to do that. Well, people, people that love shocktober might know this, but it's called that because Opie and Anthony did a bit called jocktober. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I picked October because it was coming up and, uh, we're basically doing jocktober. Um, so here we go. Let's, let's check out again. If you know anybody for one of these unions, I really, really, really want to, uh, uh, talk to somebody on the show and, uh, I don't know who to ask. So, if you're also uh, the other one we want to show solidarity with is the San Francisco airport. Uh, their food workers are also striking. I saw some pretty nasty stories about, uh, uh, you know, people working from 3.30 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. there. And uh, that's that the, is nasty. The solution for that for the company is to pay people money. And they will come to work. That's it. I hate this fucking, you know, how are we supposed to get workers? It's like, pay them a bunch of money. That's how yeah. you're, not, you're fucking swimming in money, dude. Yeah. The, the most, the most like, and the most ambitious, hardest working people I, I've ever met in, in a toxic way are the ones who are getting paid overtime mm -hmm. for getting paid for their overtime. They're, they're willing. I'll leave when I'm done, but they'll stay for you forever. If you pay them enough, there's yeah. plenty of people like that. I talked to Bear last night from, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they call in every, they call in every week and we're sort of talking and Bear was like, you know, I, I don't fucking care what the job is. I'll do fucking any job, really. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to get paid for it. And it's like, Absolutely. when I heard Bear say that, I started to think like, you know, that's how like everybody is because like if I saw somewhere that I could get a job that would pay like $25 an hour, I, I might even consider doing that. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. I might consider doing that part-time. It'd be nice. Nice to have a little bit of money in my No, I've, I've been looking for like a part-time job with like my within my areas of expertise um, and and all of them are just like if you're part-time, it's bad. It's everyone's bad. It's not it literally i would be i would be losing money by taking this part-time job mm -hmm. yep and like that's that's, exactly that's wild to me yeah there's no it they say there's jobs out there for everybody but none of them are paying enough to make it make sense to go exactly. to a fucking job all right yeah. let's see how uh one of the bravest voices in country music or in, actually now it's not is, in country music this is the music industry so period now this is John Rich of Big and Rich, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Which I don't know Big and Rich. I don't. I, like I said, I don't go for that kind of music, the that kind of country. Like I don't want to hear honky tonk, badonka donk. I want to hear old country music where they're whining about stuff. That's all I care about. This this uh, this crap that he does sucks. Yeah. Um, let's uh let's hear and ben shapiro always sounds sped up to me it drives me nuts my friend john rich award-winning songwriter owner of the multi not friends i can guarantee you one thing they are not friends 
<laughs> I just all I got. I want to say right off the bat, uh, Ben Shapiro and John Rich not friends. Don't they probably never talked. Ever. He meant mutuals. Let's be real. He meant mutuals. I know. Yeah, they follow each other online, and maybe sometimes the like, guy don't think Ben Shapiro listens to. There's no way Ben Shapiro listens to that kind of music. He's he's got a weird. I don't know what he. I think he just listens to the Frozen soundtrack. That's possible. I, I, I think do that's, wonder. I think that's it. I mean, it classic classic rock is my guess. Really, like oh, all these no. guys. It's Rush. It's stuff like that. This oh, dude. This no dude. Way. Yep. Yes. Okay. No. This dude. Yeah. I mean, that's my I, that's dad's my into that shit. Yeah. That's my my dad's into it, Prague. I feel like Ben Shapiro loves prog rock. I. I. That's my new. I, it makes sense to me. I'm going to start Googling. I'm going to start as soon as we finish the show. I'm going to go on Twitter and uh, search Ben Shapiro's timeline. We for... need to get Ben Shapiro to do a, a playlist like Obama does. Ah, yes. I am. Re- but he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't. No, you got to find his. Tweets I would be all about, jokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got to find his tweets about music he likes because he has. He doesn't have the ability to think of anything except for being conservative. So yeah. he would be he would only be picking his favorite conservative musicians. He would he wouldn't you you wouldn't catch a Bruce Springsteen in there. Just because no. he'd be like, well, you know, Bruce Springsteen thinks I'm a piece of garbage, so I don't like him. But he might like Bruce Springsteen. That might be the kind of stuff he listens to when, you know, wouldn't it be yeah. crazy if it was like sleigh bells or something? Like he's like really into something like that you would never. That, that was his time. He's like, honestly, if it didn't happen between like 2003, 2007, and like it <laughs> features some sort of like electronic something, I didn't want anything to do with it. I would, I would love it if he likes sleigh bells for some reason. Here we go. Fascinated Redneck Riviera brand as well as TV host for his show, The Pursuit John. Great to talk to you. Hey, Ben. Good to see you again, brother. So you've got a brand new song out. It's called Progress. All, la- all of your three last singles have reached number one on the Billboard sales chart across all genres. And that is despite the fact that you have no radio support and no record label support. So first of all, let's talk about this song, Progress. So- I want to say this. Nobody has, like, what is radio support, really, yeah. in 2022? <laughs> yeah. They're playing this, they, they haven't played a new song on the radio in 10 years. I know, I know. Like you go, I did this. I've done this bit a few times, and I think it's going to become after Shocktober's over, and I start doing the Wednesday. I'm going to start doing the Wednesday streams again. Uh, that that'll just be streams, not not the podcast. And one of my ideas is uh, once once a month, like I'm going to do themes every month. So like the first week of the month, I'll do one thing. The second week of the month, I'll do another thing. The third, And it'll be all stuff that's sort of in my wheelhouse, you know? Yeah, and uh, yeah. obviously one week a month, it'll be shock jocks. But I think the other, one of the other weeks per the month, uh, hard rock radio station websites. We'll just go on Twitch yeah. and we'll look at hard rock radio station websites. And when you start looking at what they're playing, I mean, they're not, they don't, play very much like new music it's the same thing with country like people don't want to hear new songs it sucks i feel bad for people (laughs) that that are still learning that people don't want to hear new songs people just don't want to hear new songs on the radio not at all if new songs are heard on purpose they're never heard on accident anymore 
no no nobody is turning the fucking right it is so silly to think that radio play means fucking anything you know mm -hmm. i know this guy's extremely stupid but uh you know it's always fun to talk about him uh i've been listening to bubba the love sponge non-stop for like three days. oh that dude's a trip i love the clips you've been posting he's incredible he's the goat yeah. he is so funny um but he did stumble onto something or not stumble onto something, but he knows about radio. He he's like a student of the radio game, like, like, you know, ratings and stuff like that. He, he, he understands how all that works. And he had like a throwaway line and a thing I was listening to where he was talking about how, how online is way better is like way more exposure than radio and, and what he said was at any given moment on the radio about forty thousand people are listening to the station that mm -hmm. is like that's the numbers that they're dealing with so i mean that is like that's not a high number compared to probably what it was at any yeah. given moment 10 years ago yeah because like i mean everyone just has i get confused i get confused and people like ask me about um like ask me about like oh how do you find oh how do you find your music stuff like that's like you have you you have spotify like yeah. what are you talking about you you have it you i you have they can't you're still listening to the same but i don't know yeah people don't want to i don't know people don't want to do it and i i respect that you know but the only way people you find new music stuff. is on purpose yeah and and i mean just the the this this ben shapiro saying saying uh you're not getting any radio support or anything like that is like who, who fucking cares like <laughs> that's not yeah. even so many people are doing stuff without radio support these days so I, i've listened to the song i've seen the song it's it's really it's funny it's poignant it, it says a lot of stuff so what what drove you here you know i think we're all watching our country be systematically dismantled in front of our eyes and it's being dismantled by people who say they are progressive and that they're progressives and this is a progressive agenda that they're chasing down but meanwhile the only thing i see and everybody else sees in this country is regression and destruction and all these terrible things it's the opposite of progress so as i was just thinking about how how ironic how sadly ironic that is the songwriter in me kicked in a little bit and I go, there's gotta be a way to put that into a song. So as a songwriter, uh, he wanted to do an ironic song about, uh, about this. I'm, I'm actually yeah. getting the progress lyrics. Uh, there's a lot of them. Oh, is it a long one? Yeah. I don't know why. Jesus Christ. I, I oh, love statements from dudes like this. Cause like, if that what he just said by itself, I completely agree with. It is weird that we have all these people saying we're being progressive, but like you know, they're still building the wall at the border. You know, women are still like losing rights. You know, tra trans lives are you know being attacked constantly. You know, uh, be being black in America still puts you in danger. Um, so I agree with everything he's saying, but he's not saying at all what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah, like I don't see a lot of this. I I don't see what they can complain about, really. I mean, inflation is something to actually complain about, but not. But saying it's because like 
something Joe Biden did, which is it might be, but like they think it's because of wokeness or something. Like things are more expensive because Black Lives Matter or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only thing I can think. Uh, we invited the whole world to come live on our land and leave our countrymen dying in Afghanistan. They say, let go of Jesus and let the government save. We can have back your freedoms if you do what we say, which this, this is a mask thing, right? Yeah. Like, and that's also not happening. Like religious, religious rights got so many new things recently. Like you're, you're, you're allowed to pray in school again. Yeah, you're gonna do fucking anything you want. I think yeah, religious. they can they, they can baptize your kid in school now, like in a public school without your without, <laughs> without your knowledge. Without your no, consent. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, they're such weird guys, man. Let's uh let's see what else he has to say. This guy's such an idiot. You know, I people listen are to so this. frustrated right now, Ben, that it's it's almost like they, they're apoplectic. They have so many words they want Ooh. to say all at the same time and they just stutter and stammer. All right. Um, I, I, this, I listened to this earlier and, uh, all I could think about is like, uh, so what are the words that these people want to say? <laughs> like nobody ever asked them what the words are. <laughs> hey, there's so many words we're not allowed to say. Oh yeah. Yeah. what words aren't you allowed to say is this, do you have any in mind that you were yeah. wanting to say at yeah. all? <laughs> do you, what, what would you say if you were an anonymous Twitter account, what words would you say then? <laughs> Uh, hey, I, mean, I got to give the words. I, I got to give it to him though, because like he did say apoplectic, which is showing that he knows plenty of words. Yes, um, that that's a fantastic word. Um, yeah. So good job, good job there. That I, I you you kind of you kind of served us with that one. I respect that. I'm gonna bum you out a little bit, Tony. But uh, songwriters use rhyming dictionaries and shit. Ah, shit. To yeah. Write songs. So. I think apoplectic probably came from somebody saying from him searching apologetic or something. So ap ap apoplectic is a good one. It just means like you're really like frustrated and mad. Yeah, uh, me too. And so, so it's like, man, I, but he's like, no, I'm frustrated and mad, but I can get my words out in a song. You can't get yeah. your words out. I can get my words what out in a words? song. What? I, he's like, they can't say words. And it's like, you can say all the words. I no words are illegal or banned, except yes, you will get in trouble if you say slurs. And it depends like, on, on how you want to say. If you if you're the, if you're using it correctly, you might you know not if you're using it incorrectly to the right crowd, it, you might get more clout. So you know, just be strategic about it. Yeah, yeah, be strategic about using the n word. Like, do it not in front of people. Would be yeah, like, yeah. That's that's number you can't one. Do it at your concert. You know, I mean? that's what he's mad about. He's like, I can't yell the N word at my concerts now. Yeah. <laughs> people fucking tape it and I'll get, it's like when comedians are like, I can't say this in my show because people will tape it and put it online. It's like, okay, well, what were you saying? Like, what was the word? I'd like to introduce my bass player uh, with, with that moniker because out of respect, I'm using in the brotherly word. I don't even put the R on it. Um, I, I like to, I would like to continue to, to, to introduce him that way on stage. As a, do you feel like, like you don't want them obviously using the words all the time, right? Like you don't want that to become like a thing in, in the world now, but of course, of course but not. If they did, 
don't you think it would be like easier to to uh, i feel like i can understand them. i won't like them but do understand that like oh okay like this guy just wants to be racist that that that's like his his whole thing is like i just want to i just want to be a racist guy yeah so I, I like I, I see what you're saying because I do like it when people are like kind of racist out loud. It's just kind of easier for me to do the math when I approach them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't do it anymore, though. Well, they do still. They say anti woke. When they say woke, they they don't mean white people ever. Like woke is not a white man word when they say it. That's they're talking about women, uh, uh, people of color. Uh, LGBTQ people when they say woke, they are not talking about no. me. <laughs> um, here we go. Because there's so many bad things going on. I wanted to see if I could distill it down, simplify it into a, a country song, into a simple lyric, and get it out there. So this song was born uh, just a few months ago, and I recorded it, and I said, you know what, I'm going to put it out in the summer, because I bet you this summer it's just going to be wall-to-wall crazy stuff going on, and sure enough, it is, and so... I what crazy stuff happened? Yeah, I uh, feel like this was like a a really calm. I mean, it got hot, uh, but I I I think this was like a not a significant summer, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, last summer or no, twenty twenty summer twenty twenty. Yeah. it's been two years yeah. since anything happened during and the like, summer. I really hate that shit because like I've been trying. I, I try to get that shit to happen, and like you just can't. You know, like you know, uh, uh, we 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 had we had a, a cop murder in my my town a couple months ago, and um, you know, uh, you know, R.I.P. Rob Adams, um, but like they, no one showed up. Like fifteen people showed up. So what are you talking about, man? Like what yeah. are you? Th- this world that you're living in. I wish we lived in that fucking world so bad. It's people saying things that he does like the worst thing you can say to a guy like this is like, Hey, I think you're racist because they take that as a total insult. Like Mm -hmm. you're really like, you're really fucking them over. If you call them racist, like you're trying to take everything away from them or whatever, whatever their situation is with, with being called racist. But like, uh, they, they like hate that. So if you're protesting or something like that and you say, hey, I think, you know, these guys are racist, they're going to lose their fucking mind just for me. Just like that is the word. Like I've met like three people in my life that when I called them racist, they were like, you're fucking damn right. (laughs) Yes. And I'm white and I'm from the middle of the country and in a working class neighborhood. There's not a lot of people that just say it, you know? Yeah, it's rare. It's rare. So I think it's the perfect time for this song to come out. And one of the things about this, uh, the, the music video for the song, I mean, you do not pull any punches. I mean, it is just a litany of all the things that the progressives have wrecked about America from the BLM riots to forcible masking. Uh, you, you are you know, maybe one of the only brave voices out there in the music industry right now. There are a lot of conservatives. I've talked to many people in the country music industry, a lot of singers who, whose names people would know, who just won't say publicly what they think on these issues because they're afraid of the blowback. And you, you can see why that's justified. I mean, you've seen singers like Morgan Wallen be, be completely removed from radio for period. All right. Now I need to explain what Morgan Wallen did. He said the N-word a bunch of times. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the yeah. things like you're seeing people being punished for just saying words. Morgan Wallen said the N word a bunch of times. It wasn't like random words. You know? Also, he's <laughs> still he's still selling out like arenas. Oh my God. Yeah. His his Spotify is we, we just and covered again, him. It's such we, we just covered him because he disrespected a cop. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. But it's old, it's old guy shit to me to say like the radio isn't playing you like that doesn't matter at all period it like what's being played on the radio has no bearing on all, pretty much anybody's success it's such a no. silly thing to worry about i'm looking at this real quick and it says morgan wallen cma award winners nine billion on-demand streams yeah Oh yeah, I, I mean, after the big I've thing, I've never heard him, a Morgan Wallen song. After the big, I did. I covered him on "I'm Sorry," uh, but <laughs> after after the big like thing where he said the N word, and I think he also did something like uh, he he broke COVID restrictions or some some shit like that. I don't remember. Was but, it, was it uh, a gaming moment? No, it was. I'm uh, playing around with my friends and. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we just say that word as like a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, again, he's a young guy. Like, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's seen any consequences. Number one, other than maybe a little bit of public no. humiliation, and like, I don't know. He's a young guy. Whatever. But you know, at least acknowledge what he did when they when they when he wasn't being played on the radio because it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like he said, like, you know, Reagan is the best president we ever had. And they were like, we can't pull, we got to pull him off the radio now. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so, so stupid. They were really leaning on the radio for the persecution. It's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a constitutional right to own a business and I have a constitutional right to be on the radio. Those are the uh, two things that I have a constitutional right to do. Uh, and again, the radio means nothing. Periods of time until he was too valuable for them to for, to do that permanently. You've seen that sort of stuff happen routinely. And so if you're a country music star, the easiest thing to do is like being a Hollywood star. The easiest thing to do is just go along and get along. At least don't offend anybody. So why? what, what made you choose to just say, you know, screw it. I'm going to say exactly what I want to say here. Well, I think about our founding fathers, Ben, and what they had to risk to build our country. You know, the men that signed the Declaration of Independence if the Brits had have ever found those men or their families, they were going to hang them from trees. They were going to burn their houses and kill their families and erase them from the history of the earth. But they signed it anyway because they thought freedom was more important. Liberty or death, I believe. And you know what? I wrote this song in the spirit of, you know, if the wokes find me, uh, they might string me yeah. up from a tree and kill me in the street. And that's just, yeah. and I just want to say words. You know, I, honestly, I I, I want to listen to this song, but I don't know if I can put myself in the position of somebody who has a fear of being hung from trees in America <laughs> uh, just for being who they are. What the heck? Come on, come, like, <laughs> come on, dude! And then they're, they're literally, he's literally using he's using images of of like you know the twenty twenty uh, the twenty twenty uprising, you know, as an example where it's like you know what we were mad, right? Do you know well, why we were mad? <laughs> it's also just in a way, it's like if you even want to take it from 
like another side, you can say, wait, you, I mean, you, you wrote a song and put it on the internet and you feel like you're the guy that signed the constitution. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have like a big respect for like the founding fathers or whatever, but this seems like (laughs) he seems a little odd when it comes to, uh, uh, I just want to channel that. (laughs) It was dangerous. I felt like a real, like, like Paul Revere. I, you know, I'm I'm riding in the streets and, and I'm going to these concert venues and I'm singing my song Progress, which is out now on YouTube. And, uh, you know, I'm afraid somebody's going to come and, you know, beat me up and hang me from a tree and light my house on fire. So I don't know. I'm taking all the risk what, here. I wonder how John Rich felt about uh, the queen dying. <laughs> I, well, I think that I don't know what the conservatives felt, really. I, I think I missed a lot of that. I mean, you know? he, from what he's saying right now, he's supposed to be like, yeah, fucker. But he's, of course, he didn't, I'm sure. Nobody. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the conservatives actually thought about the queen. Uh, like, all I can really imagine is that they were like, the libs are so nasty because they're celebrating that the queen died. Yeah. You know, uh, but, you know, they, they celebrate the same Believe shit. Believe how they put it. That was not a bumper sticker or a hashtag, Ben. That's the attitude it took to build our country. So now we're in 2022 and it seems like um, people are willing to give up their, uh, their integrity and their freedom of speech uh, because they're afraid somebody's going to kick them off of Twitter or Facebook, or somebody's going to call them a bad name in the industry that they work in. And so that's enough of a, of a scar or a black eye for them to relinquish their true spirit and their true soul about what they actually think. So for me, I've got two kids. I got two sons, 10 and 12, growing up. And I didn't want to be the dad that yells at the TV at home and then goes out in the world and plays patty cake with this nonsense. Okay. Uh, I can guarantee he's the dad that yells at the TV at home. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, he said he doesn't want to just yell at the TV at home. Yeah, I want. I don't want to be the guy that yells TV home and then goes and plays patty cake. I'm yelling at the TV. I'm yelling at the kids, and I'm yelling at everyone else. People, yeah. Do you think his? <laughs> do you think his kids are? I wonder if his. Like I always think about like when these guys start bringing up their kids, like, and then you find out later that like their kids hate them. And like, they were just out saying like, I really want to save my kid. I, I think about Jim Brewer, like the guy is constantly oh, talking shit about his kids. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like talking about how they came home from college woke. And then he calls them the R word and, and stuff like he really does say that yeah. stuff on the, uh, uh, uh in his standup. He, he called his daughter the R word for, what did he call her that for? It was something about uh, COVID, like vaccines or something like that. Or, or, or her dad said something racist or, or something like mm-hmm. that. And he's like, God, she's so stupid. You know, my kid, they got my kid. And it's like, oh, I can't wait for 10 years down the road when your kid is like out publicly saying how much they hate you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're probably doing it right now. It's just that he's in that space where... You only really know about Jim Boo if you like making fun of him or you like like what he's saying. So there's no there's not really room to just be like, uh, I I I want to meet meet her. And be like, man, I'm sorry, your dad sucks. I used to really yeah. like your dad. Uh, now now I hate your dad like you do. 
He's one of the least talented guys I've ever seen. And and I know you just said you used to like him, but uh, boy, is he not talented. One of these days, I'm going to go through everything cool. he ever did. The thing is, is that once upon a time, I was 12 years old. So that's true. That's good. You know, that's good. Uh, I was 12. He's or, like, I was 12, 13 when Half Bait came out. So now he's like the Pied Piper of of like a movement. You know what I mean? Like yeah, now, yeah. the guy from Half Bait is like the leader. One of the leaders of a movement is so fucking crazy. To me. Two of the guys from Half Bait. One of the guys is even <laughs> a, a, a bigger leader of a bigger movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to me. I wonder, oh, Harlan Williams has decent politics. I think somebody looked that up and said that uh, Harlan Williams does not have very bad politics. Maybe maybe a touch too lib, you know? But, maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here, here we go. Uh, here's more John. You know, be the same guy all the time. I didn't want them seeing dad being a hypocrite. And uh, I just decided my freedom of speech was more important to me than, than the... Uh, approval of the music industry. So yeah, like you said earlier, I don't get any support from the music industry. There's a few radio stations that might play this song, but most of them are answering to the conglomerates. You know, they're answering to the guys way up the food chain. And those, those folks generally don't think like I think. So what's been interesting is while I, while I lost all that support from the industry, what I've picked up on the other side with audiences like yours is their loyalty to what I'm doing because I'm going out and taking it on head on and I'm taking my licks and taking my beat and like everybody else. But if I put out good music and they resonate with it, they're buying the song. What are his, what is his beating? What like I, you, you follow the conservative movement a little bit closer than well, a lot closer than I do. And uh, he seems to me just from as an outside, not on Facebook, is really what I'm saying. I, I'm not a guy that's on Facebook. He seems to me like somebody who is really successful at this and like, well, like having fun. I think he, I think he fucked up. He, I think he, I think something else happened because I'm looking at the YouTube video for progress by John rich. John rich has 40, 44,000 subscribers on YouTube, which for someone of that stature is not that many. No. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. This video came out July 28th and it has, uh, like 324,000 views to put that in perspective, to put that in perspective, a live video suggested below it by Aaron Lewis, a live, a video of him doing a live song has 1.2 million views. So I think he fucked up. I think, I think John rich fucked up or also, really? also he's probably that, just not, it might just be that bad of a song. That is official account that only has 40,000 and 300,000. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Isn't what, that wild? Do you know, like, do you know, like, metrics on, like, a popular one? Like, a, a, a popular conservative uh, video, like, those weird freaks that, like, did the really bad sing-songy stuff back in the day? Like, what are the metrics on... Like Terrence K, is it Terrence K. Williams? Is his name? Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 thinking about even even just like uh, let's see, is what's the does Aaron Lewis have an official page? I'm trying to think of like the exact the exact same, you know. Uh, well, he has he has six hundred thousand, six hundred fifty thousand um uh subscribers, but also has like millions of views on every single video. Oh shit. 
That's a flub, actually. I went to a website and it just played. All right. Uh, Terrence K. Williams has 242,000 subscribers on YouTube yeah. and has never been on TV. Like, that's the thing. Oh, he, that's he why just, I was, he just was, but that was very recent. Yeah. John Rich has hit fucking songs. And uh, that's wild. So I'm saying he, he fucked up somewhere. He did something in the industry. Well, he's also like, I picked this interview because it's like the dumbest one. But there, if you look him up, everybody, every one of these, these conservative guys are interviewing him too. That's, That's so funny. He's, he's everywhere. I don't know how he could have 40,000. But you know YouTube what? The, 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 the people who watch this stuff to, to like learn about people, they also don't listen to music. That's a good point. That is a you good point. You know what point. I mean? They're not going. They're not. They're they're going to YouTube for this. They're not going to YouTube for music videos. Um, but but also, I mean, he he's still balling out of control from the big and rich days, I believe. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, the, the video the video is so funny because it it opens and it's mostly just him on what I'm assuming is his land, it's just oh, so yeah. much land, and then it's like montages of like you know of of like some riots and whatnot. But then mostly it's it's montages of on house people, and if you watch this on mute, it seems like he's on our side. Well, I'll say this. Uh, that is, I think when he said the summer has been hell this year. You're still talking about July. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's homeless people. It, like that whole side of the thing now, that whole side of, of, uh, uh, of the conservative side, that is their new thing. Like if there's homeless people somewhere, that is like the worst possible thing that could happen. Yeah. And, and and it's it's only the fault of the of those people. It's not it's not anything else. What's it's funny? Not, it's not what drove people to that. It's 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 them. Because like my dad sort of in the, again, I'm bringing him up again as he was like a, a, a he's a liberal guy and or he wants to be a liberal guy. Obviously, you know most people's yeah. politics are a bit more messy than than even ours, like even at times I come off probably as conservative at times or whatever. Um, not really. I don't think I ever come no, off as conservative, so. but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the opposite of that all the time. But, uh, I mean, I was talking to him about, you know, some of my plans, uh, next summer and, and some of my traveling and shit like that. You know, I've been, I've been, you know, planning to take a lot of trips starting mm -hmm. next year and uh, the three places that I felt, you know, I, I want to go to and spend a lot of time are um, the L.A., of course, uh, yeah. Vancouver, of course, and New York. And uh, my dad just goes Toronto. I was like, I don't know how many people I know in Toronto, actually. And, uh, you know. Uh, there's very good reasons for these other places I'm going to. Toronto is just, I, I would love to go yeah. there. I don't think Toronto seems like a bad place. No, and, just and give me a reason though. Because uh, they say like there's, it's, he basically like it's cleaner. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean by like cleaner? And he's like, you know, like, no, you know, there's not as you, many homeless you know. people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he's saying. That really is. And he's not trying to be like, no, he's, he's not trying to be nasty. He's, he's really just like, I think a lot of these people, 
that are super worried about it in all the wrong ways. Cause like, I'm worried about it too. I wish the cops would leave them alone and let them just live their fucking lives. Um, but these guys that are really worried about it, don't spend a lot of time in cities, obviously. No. Yeah. And, uh, when they do go and somebody asks them for money, that's like a traumatic experience for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like we, people that spend a lot of time in the city, like we, that's part of your life, you know, yeah. when you live down here, it's no fucking big deal at all, but it yeah. freaks those people out. And I think that's where that's, that's where this became like, it's a chaotic summer situation, you know? Well, how, how did your, how did your dad respond to you going to Chicago? Was he worried about that? Uh, it, no, because he doesn't, he's, he's not yeah. like, you're going to get killed. He worries about he's a good New one. York. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's a good one then. Yeah. He worries about yeah. New York more than like anything. And I, I don't know if he's even ever been there. Um, oh, he did also say something when I talk, I, I only talk to him like three or four times a year, uh, when I was at a party and, uh, I'm talking about, you know, I love LA. I, I like spending time there. I always have fun. Every time I go there, I just have like the best time and, you know, if I had to move somewhere in the country, it would be L.A. And uh, he was like, yeah, just don't go to Compton. I was like, oh, I've been to Compton, number one. And number two, it, it's like a pretty nice neighborhood. It's, yeah. like, it's bigger than you think it is, Dad. <laughs> he's he's still thinking he's still thinking about like the the movie straight out of compton uh, boys in the hood like, boys in the hood yeah yeah but it's like oh, let me tell you about a little thing called gentrification dad yeah yeah, yeah. i was it wasn't even the gentrification thing i just told him i was like there was like a lot of industry there at times and then a lot of it mm -hmm. pulled out but the place is still when i was there i was like damn this is like really nice here it's i was expensive. like at a nice park yeah. and Everything was really nice. And my dad just like, don't go to Compton. I, I would feel better if you just didn't go. It's like, okay. I'm like not afraid of any neighborhoods, Dad. I, I think with the New York thing, I think there is still a, a swath of people who are afraid of like another 9-11. And that's like why New York's scary. Yeah, it's like it's I, like a, it, it would it would be it's the place that gets attacked in movies. Well, my 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 uh like the marvel universe mom. takes place there right that's where like most of the monsters yeah. attack it so it makes sense my, my stepmom has like i think she has an idea of it that isn't like real if you've ever been there you know what i mean like because i told her i was like yeah you know it's it's a i really love hanging out in brooklyn and i know a lot of people there and uh it's a really cool little neighborhood and it's really nice and they were like surprised to find out like that parts of Brooklyn are like really fucking. I was like, dude, Park Slope is one of the most expensive neighborhoods mm -hmm. in the fucking world to live in. It's like, I, I was like, I don't think I'm, I'm like trying to, uh, you know, well, because again, if my dad was went, so nice. If Brooklyn was so nice, the Dodgers were never left. Yes. Well, my dad also, like, I think he's been there in the 70s. And, you know, New York yeah. in the 70s is objectively a different place than it is in 2022. But I was like, I've never felt, I've like never felt unsafe walking around any neighborhood. My dad, my parents went to Chicago for the first time like a year or two or two or three years ago and talked about how very nice it was and, and all this stuff. And, but they were always in the hotel room by 
you know, the nighttime. And it's like, dudes, there is nothing happening where the tourists, they don't understand. I think a lot of these people don't understand that where the tourist stuff happens, the police are the most fucking like constantly there bugging people. Like you're yeah. not going to run into anything dangerous in yeah. a tourist part of a city. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's fun. This is silly perspectives. Yeah. Tourist stuff. It's like fucking Disney World in the tourist areas of these cities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the M&M scary. store. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pop-Tart store is where I would go, but, you know. <laughs> in the last three, like you said, all three, with virtually no support from the industry, all topped the Billboard number one sales charts in all genres, not just country. Well, it seems like you're doing well then, uh, John Rich. Yeah. That's the other thing. These guys brag about their success while saying like I'm being oppressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a very funny thing to do. Let's see here. I was doing John Rich. His new song is called The Progress, and it is definitely worth the listen. So, John, I, I think that one of the things that you've done here is you, you've shown the way for a lot of other artists. Have you seen other artists who are sort of picking up on this and realizing there are alternative methods of distribution where you don't have to uh, toil in the hinterlands and, and essentially put your ideology in the backseat for the sake of record labels that hate your values that are being you know, essentially run from places that have no relationship with the country music audience. They're being run in New York and LA places where nobody's ever seen anybody who's, who's listened to country music or Nashville <laughs> and people yeah. in New York and LA listen to country music. There's a country yeah. station. There's no hard rock. I, and I might be wrong about this now. I know that there was a period where there was no hard rock station in New York, but there was still a country station. Yeah. Country. Country is like one of the most like why I listen to genres because it is like, you know, if you put on a station, it's supposed to be like kind of on offensive, you know, yep. like most stores play that in the, the background. Um, but I, I, you know, I do got to give John Rich some credit. I think it's really cool that he just invented indie music. <laughs> I, I think that's yeah, really cool. Oh, just, the fuck DIY man. music yeah. is a pain in the ass yeah. to these guys. Yeah. That is funny. And like DIY is like just uploading your own videos now. I know. Wait till, I know. Wait till he hears about like doing your own distro. Well, yeah, wait till he finds out about uh, Discord, which maybe he should work with Discord to release his next album. That would, yeah, that that, would be cool. <laughs> that would be, be cool, yeah. Rich and Mackay. I would love that. I would listen to that. I'm so empathetic to artists uh, who are conservatives, who are patriots, who don't know what to do. You're going to fucking love this, Tony. This, this yeah. is the money. This is the money right here. Because I'm in a different position than a lot of them. I've been around a long time. I've, I've worked very hard. I've saved my allowance money, you know, so I don't necessarily need the, the industry to money. fund me anymore. But a lot of these artists, they're just getting started. Or they just had their first hit or two hits. They've got fans. They're trying to build a career. And they know that if they came out swinging like I do, very good chance they're going to they're gonna be stopped dead in their tracks. So I can't really expect them to do that. But I have had a lot of artists hit me up and say, hey, man, uh, keep saying what you're saying. Just know we're all behind you. It's it's kind of those kind of conversations. He's he that has happened once, and it wasn't a famous person. It's one of those things that we all do it. I would say that. I've been hearing from a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you got one DM. <laughs> so what's funny is I don't know why we missed this. I don't know why we didn't go straight here, but John Rich is going to lose his mind when he discovers what Tom McDonald has accomplished. 
Tom <laughs> McDonald has 3.3 million subscribers. Tom McDonald has a fucking compound that he does not leave because he's he's paranoid about COVID. Um, that he does not leave where he shoots all the music videos in this compound. Like it, it's all independently distributed. He hasn't gone anywhere in like two years. That's incredible. Isn't he conservative? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and he's, he's worried he's, about COVID. Oh, he's super worried about COVID, but he won't like really say it. But yeah, like everyone has to. They did a story on him. It's really funny. Like to shoot a video at his place, um, everyone had to like go through all kinds of um, you know screenings and stuff like that. Um, and they were all t- they were tested daily, which is like you know all, it was. He had the he had the highest standards of COVID I've seen. That's um, crazy. I didn't even realize he. Was, I wait. Is he the guy that his girlfriend is immunocompromised? Is that what it is? I wonder yeah, if they got the that, shot. That that's uh that's what they um they did. Um, that's what they said, but I guess it really came down to he was the one that was a little more um intense about it. But yeah, he's completely independently dis- distributed. He doesn't have he doesn't answer to anybody. He has three point three million subscribers, and and you know he 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 says even cringier shit than you do, my friend John Rich. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funny, man, because this guy. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what is growing up was like he did i did listen to a thing today where he talked about how his dad sort of had a bunch of land and and but he did everything and we never went without sort of thing that he uh uh, talks about and uh i don't know where he came from but i will say once you've been in two platinum selling bands yeah and you're getting all of your stuff it's like you you in a way currently have started on on third base at this point like i don't i i obviously like if he grew up poor and and stuff like that that is one thing but this thing he's doing now this current thing that he's into right now is like a guy that started out on on third base deciding like well i'll i'll be there i'll stand up and it's like you you're a fucking millionaire dude like and you're being you're insanely well i guess this is that's wrong actually because i was gonna say this Tony. you're insanely successful for uh uh a guy that yeah the the world is is uh uh you know treating poorly or or punching taking your licks you're extremely successful for that but maybe he's not because those metrics are really bad i mean (laughs) those youtube metrics are tough they're terrible, but I think he's still eating off Big and Rich for sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He could tour on. He could bring Big and Rich out and and tour tomorrow and and you know yeah. make up any money he needs. That's like a lot of these guys that are like uh, uh, they know that there is a reunion. In the, I think in, there might have been a split. Month. I think there might have been like a gnarly split between them though. Uh, I think that big. I think that big. I think his name is Big Kenny. Big Kenny is like seems to be a different dude i think he's also i don't know he seems like a different dude he seems like some sort of weird like he wears top hats what oh no yeah it's like when i wore a derby hat for a period of time and yeah he wears top hats okay yeah so i don't know i don't know he's a universal ambassador his 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 uh bio says universal ambassador of love and musica without prejudice musica yeah I don't like that. Muse, okay. M-U-Z-I-K-A, without prejudice. Mm, love everybody. Like Hashtag love everybody. Yeah, I think I don't know if there was a reunion in the future. 
It's funny to say that because almost like after you reading that bio, it's like I almost prefer John Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to some fucking weird hippie. Absolutely. <laughs> like, at least man. John Rich is like living in. <laughs> there are times where I'll see like somebody who's like a like like a. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody funny like like uh, a lib that you see and you're like maybe I'm conservative actually. I think, dude. Like, o- I remember o- seeing OG, the- OG Music Mafia is like in his po- OG Music Mafia. Like- oh, I don't <laughs> like it. You don't like it. I don't think I like this guy. Uh, but it's funny because, like, it- it's funny because, like, there have been guys. Like, there- there's obviously a lot of really annoying conservative guys, like like Ted Nugent and and like guys like that. But there are times, like, I remember when. Randy Rainbows was doing the huh. Cuomo sexual stuff. I was like, maybe I'm a conservative, you know, because I hate this. This is not good. This is really bad. Or when you go read Richard Cheese, his uh, oh, Twitter yeah. timeline, you're like, Ugh, oh, okay. no, thank you. I'm okay. I'm okay. Maybe, I'm a little, maybe a little bit of prejudice in my music. Maybe a little bit of prejudice. <laughs> That's what Brett used to say about me. He's like, you won't listen. I won't listen to any country music if it's not done by a conservative. And I'm like, you know what? That's a fair fucking thing to say about me because yes, I like Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. <laughs> better than any of the other Hank Williamses and Jamie Johnson, a guy who canceled a concert because he couldn't carry a gun on stage. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Like that, okay. I respect that's, it. That's real shit. All right. There's a few. I saw Jason Aldean. You know, he he texted me one night and he said, hey, do you see these uh, people online attacking my wife? Okay, you're going to love this, Tony. You are going... <laughs> see people online attacking my wife. <laughs> so posting. There's people online yeah. posting right yeah. now. Red alert. Here we go. They're calling my wife all these yeah. terrible names because she had on a Trump hat or something like that in an Instagram post. I said, yeah, I see that. He goes, what do you think I ought to do about it? I said, well, what would you do to anybody else that was attacking your wife? Beat him with a hammer. Yeah, I beat him with yeah. a hammer. <laughs> it's so weird. And it's post again. It's yeah. It's, it, he's talking about post. He's not even saying like, oh, Instagram. Like I'm. I love Instagram. Uh, uh, I posted a picture, and uh, people are saying, you know, my wife posted a picture in a Trump hat, which fucking everybody knows when you post a picture in a Trump hat, it's, a bunch of people troll. are gonna get mad. Yeah, a bunch of people are going to troll flex. It's a troll flex because people are also going to get stoked. Like you're doing, you know what you're doing. Yeah, you absolutely do. So when you post that, and then you're like, I'm really surprised at the way that people respond to that. You know who does a really good job with this uh, uh, is Chris Jericho. Um, oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. I'll I'll tell you why. He because uh, he's a conservative. He, yes, he donated yeah. to Trump. Yeah. And uh, his wife, there's pictures of his wife in a Trump hat, and she was at January 6th. Oh, and, shit, I didn't know that. Her, January 6th. <laughs> just oh, just his wife? She went yeah, solo dolo? <laughs> yeah, well, he, I, I you know, hey, it's funny. Hey, we, love, people, we love an independent woman like that. That's cool. Yeah, well, he couldn't go. I don't think he, he understands what the yeah. game is. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's just like, you know, he's let people come up with the reason like, oh, well, that wasn't Chris Jericho that was donating the money to Trump. It was his wife and using his name and 
Like, uh, uh, and, and he just, he never commented on it. He never fucking said a word about it. And there's been almost, there's been nothing. I mean, every time he posts, somebody's like, where was your wife on January 6th? But it's kind of like, uh, uh, not, he doesn't care. It doesn't, it, it doesn't rub off on him. He's just just smart. Yeah. It's the Barbra Streisand effect, right? Is that what's called the Barbra Streisand effect? Uh, the, the, where if you don't say anything, people just forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like smart. Yeah, I mean, and it's also the whole thing too. I mean, I, I think Tyler the Creator kind of said it best. But it's like, like how how are you going to be cyberbully? Just like turn it off. It's like don't look at your screen. Like yeah, yeah you and can just you said just just close your eyes. Like yeah, you could turn the the comments off. But I guess that's kind of um that's kind of censorship, right? Well, Jericho doesn't do that either, though. Chris Jericho doesn't turn off his his replies at all. Yeah, because he's a it's G. really it's really like I've been watching Dynamite on a night and somebody holds a sign up that says where was chris jericho's wife on on i love january that. 6th like while he's up there cutting a promo he just didn't that's say heat, baby that's heat baby yeah. that's 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 what that is like yeah he's he's there's a reason he's been around for so long yeah and it just it, it, it while having a terrible band that's also somehow successful too yeah and and the thing about this is is this guy is this john rich and jason aldean are complaining because of probably basically the same post that chris jericho gets all the time and they're acting like they've been treated violently you know (laughs) it's so babyish these conservatives are the biggest babies in the world most of them the, the uh, grin like, he has on his face right now was pretty sadistic looking like it looks really scary and he's about to suggest what you would do um if somebody was attacking your wife so i'm i'm kind of scared yeah if somebody attacks my wife i'm gonna fuck them that's what i'm <laughs> gonna do i'm gonna fuck them yeah get in front of them and i'll fuck them and they'll leave my hey, wife alone you stomp on my wife i'll fuck your ass <laughs> is that that's that's the shirt right yeah he goes Good point. He goes, what? Well, you know, I'm, I might get in trouble. I said, Jason, who cares? They're coming after your wife, man. Just say it like you feel it. And guess what? He did. He did say it. And uh, he's just fine. Matter of fact, people probably like him even more now exactly. that he stepped out there. So Exactly. Exactly. So what you're complaining about is really nothing. It is. He, I hate this word. He, nothing burger. What he's saying is like, my friend Jason Aldean had some thing, and he, he went out and said it out loud. So I realized I should probably get on a platform and uh, say my thing out loud because <laughs> it's working out for him. And that's why I'm here today. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I, you know, I, I've talked this. I've said this about uh, Anthony Cumia, too, a guy that you know, millions of fucking dollars is still yeah. making money and yeah. complains constantly about being canceled for being racist. He's a racist guy. Yeah. He's incredible. This is a little preview for uh, later in the week. I played a clip of Anthony Cumia and Gavin McGinnis talking oh, about no. how black people did not invent rock and roll. Oh, no. Actually, I played that. That's a little preview for Friday. I can't wait to Friday. be so mad. I can't wait to be so <laughs> fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be so... I, I'm excited. About, I'm really genuinely excited for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough to hear, but it, it is like he's he's a guy that is saying whatever the fuck he wants to say. And the only consequence, the only consequence is that people call him racist. That's it. That's, That's the it. only fucking consequence to yeah. any of these people is 
I don't like getting yelled at, right? I'm a guy that if I yeah. post something online and I get yelled at, I'm like, fuck, I'm getting yelled at. That sucks. But yeah, I don't sucks. treat yeah. it the same as being chased with a bat or something. No. Like, I don't treat it the same. I, I see it as maybe today I'll mute the thread and just move on. It's, it's funny, too. I, I mean, I've recently become a fan of, of blocking people. That's, a, that's something I do now. Um, it feels it feels nice. Um, but what's funny is like he said, well, what would you do if they were attacking your wife in real life? And his friend said, well, I'd, I'd call them names. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. I'd call them fuckers, I think. Is, I, is, yeah. All right. I'd say stop it firmly. Yes. It takes a lot to do that. I, I always tell artists it ain't for everybody to do that. But fortunately, God's blessed me for many, many, many years and put me in a position where I can afford to not have their support anymore. Well, that's John Rich. Go check out his. So he basically just said exactly what actually happened. Let me see what where are we at on time. Oh, okay. Uh, let's just real quick. Well, you know, look up I, progress. I was going to play progress. We're an hour and a half in. So I have uh, one gift for you though before before you do anything. I have one gift for you. Okay. Um, that I just I found while just doing a little googling. Um, so. So this is a this is a quote from somebody. You have hopefully you can guess who it is. He says, uh, "One day soon, I'll explain the circumstances led me in the recording studio with the legendary country singer. At the time, I'll also share a holiday song we recorded with a little help from the Oak Ridge Boys, and why I'm wearing half a Santa Claus suit uh, sewn by the late great Granny Rich." Is that that's John Rich, right? Uh, no, that's not John Rich saying that. That's Mike Rowe saying that. Of course, they're fucking because friends. Mike of Rowe, course. Mike Rowe, and John Rich recorded a Christmas song together last year. Oh my god, I'm gonna play that this year. On, yeah, I'm I said I said you down. a link to it. I'm not gonna, but I, you need to know that that exists. Is all that's I will. <laughs> that's that's I will. Mike Rowe and and John Rich is is a hell. I I hate how Mike Rowe gets to just not be conservative. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that no, fucking, no, I think he is on this one. That, no, I'm saying he Ricky is. Rowe. He is conservative in real life, but I hate how he gets away with people saying like, yeah, I'm not he's working. Class. Like he's allowed to say, I'm just trying to say what I'm trying to say, you know? And it's like, then how come all of it's conservative? <laughs> Every word you say is conservative. It's, the it's song is mind. called Santa's got a dirty job. And this is recorded last year. Ugh, God damn it. I, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the uh, prep. Uh, spreadsheet to play as yeah. soon as a holiday <laughs> season comes. Maybe I'll just play it every week. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, the, That'll be the, the closing the 12 days song. of Santa's Dirty Job. Well, I do want to get a new theme song. Uh, maybe that's <laughs> in the cards. Hey, you know, um, before we get out of here, uh, if you're in a band and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking for a new theme song. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you're one of the Oak Ridge boys, if you're if the Oak heavy Ridge metal, boys are listening, I mean, you can do punk metal. Uh, just trying to get a different vibe in here. Just trying to get a little bit of a different vibe. Um, just but, don't bring that country shit because uh, we listen to everything but country. Yeah, bring some anti woke country, and that's probably what I'll I'll make the thing. I've thought about doing a different song every week, but I don't want to play music on the show. It's kind of people don't care about. When you play music, <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes they do that. We've been, we've been playing some good bumper music and people get stoked on it. 
Sometimes really? you do. Yeah, I think I think I think we it's I like I like I like I like the songs. I like when you guys play songs at the end. I I I found artists through there. Really? Um, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe no I'll doubt. make Jake start doing that again. Yeah, but that's uh good. Tony, tell people where to find you. And, uh, uh yeah. Get out of here. Um my name is uh, Tony Boswell, co-host of Minion Death Cult. Uh Minion Death Cult, Death Cult wherever you find podcasts and on Twitter. Um Great show. And, like, me and my co-host Alexander Edward, um, aka Fleildy on Twitter, very funny person. Um, we just find awful comments from awful people, mostly like your aunts and uncles and coworkers, um, and we kind of just make fun of them. And it's a good time. Minion Death Cult everywhere. Uh, my name on Twitter is Word Is Bond. Uh, I I post food some stuff sometimes, so that's fun. Yeah, and Alexander is the co-host of Butt Fest. Yes. On the uh, Street Fight Patreon again, uh, Friday. I have Friday morning at 8 a.m. The first episode of Shocktober comes out. It's Opie and Anthony and Jim and Sam uh, this year. It's, it's a All little heat. different. We look at one, one clip of an Opie and Anthony thing that's pretty funny. And then uh, we move away from Opie and Anthony and we look at what everybody's doing solo. And obviously... In the uh, last 35 to 40 minutes of the show is all OP. And uh, it's very funny. And nice. Uh, very forward to that. It's going to make you sad. It will like make you think, like, well, millions of dollars isn't going to solve any of my problems either. <laughs> yeah, I listened to lots of Opie and Anthony on the way to school when I was a kid. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Excited to it just to is it. so weird. Millions and millions and millions of fucking yeah. dollars, dude. Yep. And just, or maybe four million. And we would just say three, four million. It won't make you happy. You still need an audience and <laughs> you can't find it. And it's sad, but it'll be fun. You guys will really like that show. Uh, and then next week is the grease man, which I know everybody's excited about. Uh, so have a good week. Go to the street fight, Patreon, sign up so that you can get Shocktober right away. And if you don't have Shocktober, or if you've never heard any of Shocktober, which is a deep dive into shock jocks from the 2000s and the late 90s, I highly recommend you just get our Patreon, $5 tier, search Shocktober, and listen to the first three seasons plus some one-offs. They're, they're very fun. People very, like them a lot, and uh, they're very funny. So I'll, that is I'll the say show. As a, as a consumer, best value in, in Patreon is Street Fight Patreon. <laughs> the best value in Patreon. As, as, a, very as hard. a podcast consumer, yeah. Yeah, I try very hard to make them good shows. But thanks, Tony. As you know, when I hit end, it's going to hang up on you. It was great to talk to you, buddy. Peace. Yeah, I don't know you, nigga. You don't know me. I'm from OT. Whenever I'm around, it's like the corner stores, yo, motifs. As my reputation proceeds, it seems like more bleed. If I had one wish, I'd turn my problems into codeine. Eight bands, thank God, amen. Finesse for four peas. Times a hundred, nigga, I'm just getting money. That's on the humble. Straight from humble, niggas ain't talking numbers. Real boss, call me when it's bought. I hate to talk to runners. Close your mouth. If you get caught, your silence don't cost you nothing. Had nothing. Straight from out the struggle. I'm talking bread and butter. Red's brother. First one to love me when I knew they ain't love me. Red dumping. No, I'm a follow up. Ain't no damn running. Handcuff me. Ain't no cooperating. Ain't saying nothing. Saying stuff. I got a gun for a nigga to stand under. Yeah, round applause. He turned a man a hundred grand. He finally dropped his balls. Shit, I feel wrong. They say I came up off fitting off. I asked the streets and they say, G, you tripping? Hell no. We all trying to ball. We all trying to win. And if I had another chance, I'd probably win again.
wrong, she'll bless your dog, I'm finna sin again And if I get another chance, I'm tryna win again I do this shit again Switches on the glizzy tent Let them post a pic like, yeah, we missed it We gon' spin again This a special come up, cause conditions that I did it in Drillin', tryin' lock a killin' in Wish death on many men Any man that said they want me dead, I'll put a missile in If my beef had chicken, still a bite it off the bristle in Judge had told us what no witnesses, so he dismissin' it Really rich, down a million in Just on silly shit, I'm feelin' it Soon as I feel it, it boosts my adrenaline Finish him, fuck all of that Instagram and Twitterin' Chance, I'm trying to win again. I do this shit again.